0: Henkel sales trainer, sales queen. All yours. Yep, all of that. Okay. Hi, guys. How are you going today? So today's class, what we're learning today is we're going to combat the objection, I don't have any money. Who's come across this before? A customer says, oh, no, I really like it, but I don't have any money. All right. All right. So let's have a look at that. All right. Show of wants to who who, can you tell me just some of you put some hands up and just say can you tell me what do you interpret that to mean when a customer says to you i don't have any money what do you think that means from your point of view yep uh mark it could be they don't have any money at that moment okay yep don't have money at that moment uh yeah anna uh that they are not uh, they don't believe in the process myself or themselves they don't believe in themselves. Processing. Okay. Yep. All right, Stuart. What do you believe it means? Yep. They're not feeling quite confident uh, that you've imparted the knowledge. They're not feeling um, like being convinced. But kind of. Okay. Yep. Sabrina, what about you? Simply not interested. They don't want part. Of, they don't want any part of the product. Okay. They don't want it now. Okay. Yep. Martha, what about you? They don't trust you enough. They don't trust themselves enough to go for it. And they don't trust the program that you have. Okay. All right. Um, All right. So see how we've got a number of different ways. Salesman says different things. Ray, what do you reckon? What what are they saying when you hear, I don't have any money? Well, i like to find out if it's a condition or it's an excuse. Right. Okay. So that's something that you would do when they say it. But, um, yeah, okay, so what I'm asking, though, is what do you interpret it to mean? And you're looking for some sort of excuse or is there a condition that's on there? All right. Who's come across it and then tried to combat it in some way? Like, what's your way around it? Anyone got a way around? Yep. Uh, Kel? I I quite often just say, is that the real problem or is there something deeper? Yep, so you ask a question. Is that is that really it you got in a cash or is it something else? All right, Anna, how do you combat it? Um, the same I ask if there is the trust, the belief in the process missing or themselves or myself. And okay, can yep. Lana, how do you combat it? I talk to them about their needs and try and come up with a solution that meets both parties, I guess. So just negotiate, I guess. Okay. Probably yep. not the best way around it, but no, 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 that's yeah. okay. It's just no, it's just a question. That's all right. Just, it's important that we know the different ways that people do it so that we can come up with the end solution. Aditya, I'm just going to ask you as well. So, um, the other guys, I'm going to, because I'm trying to keep it fast. So, Aditya, what's, what's your way around it? I try to ask you questions and then try to su- suggest best possible options uh, in payment terms so that they can fit into it and uh, I can help them to solve the issue if they have any payment problems. Okay. So that's um so different ways, right? That people try to combat that I don't have any money. So customers said, I really like your stuff, but I don't have any money. All right. And each salesman has tried to, Question a bit more, ask, is that really the problem? Is it something else? Is there a way around this? Can I help? Can I, what I'm hearing is, can I help you solve this problem? Would that be a yes or a no? For those who say yes, can I help you solve the problem? Just put your hand up if you think it's it's a yes for you. Yep. Put your hand up if it's a no. No, I'm not looking to solve it. Like, no. All right. So majority of people are saying, yes, I'm looking to help solve their problems. Customer has a problem and you look to help to solve it. Right? So many answers that can come from that can be also, um, okay, I don't have any money. Um, Okay, I don't have any money. Okay, I understand. (laughs) Right? Which becomes very final as well. Now, what it is, is when a customer says, I don't have any money, they've literally just said, I don't have any money. And you're right. It's something that I don't have right now. Maybe it's something, it's not that they don't have money. Who's ever said this to a kid? Who's had a kid come up to them like one of their own children or a grandchild or an uncle or whatever, it is, you know, like a niece or a nephew come up to you and say, can you buy me McDonald's? And you say, or oh, can I have that chocolate bar? And you've gone, no, I don't have any money. Who said that? Now, who's actually had money, but really has just flat out lied? Or maybe it's not actually a flat out lie, but it's a, I don't have money for that. I'm not spending it on that. I don't want to spend it on that. Right. Okay. My kids do this. You know, can we have a McDonald's? Noah's worked this one out. Is that I'll say, I don't have any money. And he's got two answers for me. He brought one up the other day and he said, Well, I reckon if we get your wallet out, we could probably find some. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I've got money in my wallet. I don't have it for McDonald's. A new one that he's brought out is what's the point of us moving to chinchilla? Because you said that we had no money in Canberra. We've moved to chinchilla, so we've got money. And yet we don't have money because we can't have McDonald's. Yeah, again, you're right. I do have money, but not for that, right? So ultimately... It doesn't mean I don't have it. I just haven't budgeted for that right now and I'm just going to have to sell the idea a little bit more to myself or you or wait or save up and do something else. So it doesn't mean the customer doesn't have it. They're just not quite ready to hand it over yet. All right, so there's one answer for this. So who would agree that I don't have any money as a problem for the salesman? Just put your hand up if you think it's a problem for the salesman. All right, only a couple of you. Right, so everybody else, nobody thinks that that's a problem for you. So if someone says, I don't have any money, you don't consider it a problem at all? Yeah, Sabrina's kind of the like, theory. oh yeah, okay, well, yeah, maybe, all right. Yeah. Who thinks that it's a problem for the customer? I don't have any money, is a problem for the customer? Yeah, because what if the customer actually doesn't have any money? That's a bit of a problem, right? Well then, my next question is, let's say it's the customer's problem. I mean, if they don't have any money, that's actually their problem, right? Who's responsible for solving the problem? They are. They are, Fred, you say they are, who else? What else? Just the customer? Just the customer's problem to solve? The The customer's responsible for solving the problem. Say again, Ray? The customer's problem, not, not the salesperson's problem. Correct. It is the customer's problem to solve. And yet, as salesmen, we take on that problem by, let me see if I can help you find the money. Traditional sales training teaches you that as a salesman, your job is to help them find the cash. Now, here's the way I want you to answer it, right? We're going to have a quick little play, and I am watching the time. So we're going to have a quick little play with it. Here's what I want you to say. Here's the answer. Write it down. It's this. I understand exactly how you feel. When somebody says... I don't have any money, the answer for the salesman is, I understand exactly how you feel. And then silence. The salesman is not allowed to speak again before the customer. Now, here's how it works, right? When you say, I understand exactly how you feel, it moves you, the customer's here and you're here and there's a table in between. Customer says, I really like it, but I don't have any money. Most time, the salesman tries to give up answers and questions and that's okay or okay, come back later when you've got cash or something, right? But by saying, I understand exactly how you feel, you're now sitting on this side of the table with the customer. Because, hey, who's been there before where you've seen something and you are gone, I really want that, but I don't have any money right now, Right. I got pinged with this one this time last year. There's a face-to-face group that I uh, network with in Canberra and I've gone every year for two, every month for two years. And then their Christmas party tickets came out and we're at the face-to-face meeting. Someone said, Missy, are you going to the Christmas party? Yes, I am. "Um, Have you bought your ticket yet? No, I haven't. Do you know that there's $75 a ticket? Yes, I do. I said, why haven't you bought your ticket? Because I don't have any money. And then different people want to say it's because you don't charge enough and you need to have more customers. You need to do this, you need to do that. And I said, no, no, I don't have any money because I spent it yesterday, Christmas shopping. I can get it though. I just don't have it now (laughs) because I spent it, but it's coming back to me. And we, the salesmen, somehow form this idea that the customer can't ever get anymore unless we help them. They have it, they just don't have it then. So the answer becomes, I understand exactly how you feel because we've all been there before. And then silence. Now, I don't know if everyone knows a woman here. Her name is Pat Gross and she is a grants expert. Now, she has people all the time come up, want help with grants. She tells them how much it is. They sign a thing, say that they're going to pay for it. Then she goes through the whole grant process and then they don't pay her at the end because they don't have any money and they didn't get the grant and they don't have any money right? And she said, oh my God, this is so tiring. I'm sick of this and I have to call in debt collectors. I said, how about you get them to pay at the beginning? Oh, there's a thought. So then we discussed this idea. This was two weeks ago in one of the classes I ran. Two weeks ago, I said, so when someone says I don't have any money at the beginning, I said, then your answer is, well, she said her, her answer is, okay, come back when you do. All right, that's very final. So we'll give them 10 more seconds. Let's just answer with I understand exactly how you feel," she said. At this point, I don't understand anything. No, no, let's pretend, right? That you've wanted something you can't get. It you understand how they feel, so just say to them. I understand exactly how you feel, and then be silent and wait and hear what happens. She said, "I don't like it, but we practice it," and um, and she said, "Oh, you know, I'll see how that pans out." Yeah, she comes back to class this week. She comes in. She says, "I have this story for you." A woman rings me up during the week, and she says, "I've had this grant." That's been for five years and I'm nearly at the end and I've run out of funding and I want to put in for an extension. I want more money. I spoke to my supervisor. She said I should call you to get this paperwork done. You're the only one that can do this but she said that she had no money for me to do it so I've got to get out of my budget. I've got nothing and Pat said I understand exactly how you feel. Took the woman less than 10 seconds to solve her own problem which was so if you wait until next week, by Friday of next week, I am going to work out how to grab the money from all these other places because I need the help Friday next week is a deadline. She called Pat yesterday and handed all the money over yesterday. It was only Wednesday. So to, it, it does work when you say, I understand how you feel, and you leave it for the customer to solve their problem. Today's customer has Googled so much before they found you and asked questions of you, they're not looking to not get your product or service they just happen to be saying some of their thoughts and feelings that are in their head which aren't for us to solve at all it's only for us to have acknowledged that we heard them say it so with watching time very quickly any comments or observations from today's talk yeah i know exactly how you (laughs) feel Boom, boom. Not only Mac use it, but Fred stole my line. <laughs> All right. So here's a little something to notice the difference of, right, is if it's a low price product, let's say we talked to Fred and I said, hey, Fred, how much is it for, um you know, like a check-in or a coaching session or something with you? How much is it? $12,000. No, no, go small. I went small. I went 2022, right? So, yeah, Fred, how much is it? 2022. Okay. I want to, but I don't have any money at the moment. I know exactly how you feel. Right. Now, if I was, and go high, Fred. So um, really high, right? So feel what that is. At $20, I know how you feel. So everybody take that on, right? Now let's go the other way, right? Fred, how much is it I need like something done with a website? How much is that going to cost me? $12,000. $12,000. Oh, geez. I just don't, I don't have any money. I don't have it. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. Now, notice the difference between a small price and a high price. Who feels that I know exactly how you feel with a high price? You can all go, oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's high. I don't have it. It's not my back pocket. I got it, right? Who felt that for the $20 one, it's like, seriously, you can't just find 20 bucks. Yeah. Right? Notice that's your trigger. All right, Jay. Notice that that one's your trigger. Just because they don't have twenty dollars right now, or they're not budgeting for twenty dollars, but on the other hand, you don't actually know how many they're buying. Let's say someone said to me, Misty, how much is your next book? Thirty dollars. I don't have any money. And if I was like, Oh, I'm sure they can find thirty dollars. Yeah, I'm actually looking to buy a hundred of them for my team of salesmen, and um, so that's actually three thousand. I need. Yeah, right. And how rude am I that I've just assumed that it's only thirty dollars? They're not up, like they've not got. So it's really important that you're not judgmental when you say I know how you feel on the low price one because that's the bit that's going to trip you up. You don't actually know what that means from their perspective. They're telling you a small component. Um, And with that, that's today's class. So when they say I don't have any money, just say this, I know exactly how you feel.